PKN four seventy five. Sup, boys? How's it going? Salutations. Going well. Yeah. Pretty good. I uh, I I, saw, I caught the news that Trump, I suppose, was visiting a gun shop in South Carolina. Weird coincidence. It's the same one that sold that gun to uh, one of those racist mass shooters. I can't remember which one. They all blend together. But he was in there having a good time. And I guess they had a Glock there that maybe had Trump's face on it. I couldn't see a close-up of the gun. So I don't know if they it's super gaudy and it's like a color picture or if it's laser engraved in the grip. But he's like, ah. close-up. And it it looks like it. So I thought it was kind of decent, a laser engraved Trump grip on the Glock. Um, someone in the Reddit comments said that he's local to that. It's Reddit comments, so take it with a grain of salt. That that gun store is local to him, and he's like, they actually have a bunch of those, like in oh, stock that. that people buy. I, for some reason, I it's that's exactly this is the picture I, I saw. That I thought this was unique to Trump, and they prepared it for his arrival. But it turns out they have these in stock. I didn't realize it said forty five and stuff like that on the um. Slide. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like so, the the look of the stylized guns like that as much. Not because it's Trump. Like oh, that's any, super anyone on there. I I would not like. I don't no, want a no, portrait on a gun. I think that looks very tacky. That's super gaudy. Uh, I had a 1911 that had a picture of George Costanza in the grip. Yeah, that's really? funny, but it's very tacky. I wouldn't. Want I, that I agree that with the, the tacky and gaudy, but that's my style. <laughs> you, put, <laughs> you put a tacky picture of George in a six thousand dollar handgun. It's. People understand the joke when they see it. It's it's funny. Yeah, but it's it doesn't look this. However, this however is him being like, "Oh, this is a great look for us, a Trump gun." Now, clearly, that's a trashy ass looking gun. They it's got the it's not real gold. It's that like titanium oxide or whatever the fuck. But anyway, he said he bought it, and then a guy who was there, you know, one of his cocksuckers was like, "Oh, I was with Mr. Trump. Oh, and he, I assure you, he bought it. He bought it. He left with that firearm." And then they're like, actually, because of his current indictments, he can't purchase firearms or possess them right now. And then they're quickly like, he no, he didn't buy anything. No, no, didn't buy it. He didn't buy it. So the truth is the truth. I seriously doubt he bought it because that'd require him to, you know, do a, a little paperwork. He'd have to fill out a thing. And I just can't see him doing mm-hmm. it, doing that. It just doesn't seem like he's going to go put on his glasses, which I'm sure he really he would need to fill out a 4473. He's almost this isn't signing an autograph. Okay, this is filling out a form. Seven dollar fee for when his child was the Boy Scouts that he paid out of his charity. The idea that he coughed up enough (laughs) for like a custom Glock on as a like whimsical purchase. Oh, they'd make it free. Yeah, I don't think they'd get it. But they they can't give it. Uh, they'd be okay, like hey yeah, yeah. post this on truth social and say where you think, got it it's incredibly unlikely that he bought a gun he's not a gun person he didn't I, leave with I'm the not, gun he didn't even leave with the gun that, but that, he held that's it. like the core part of it yeah they, he didn't he didn't leave with a gun he didn't purchase a gun they were just trying to get a little good press and then somebody was like actually you're not allowed to do that and it's like actually yeah, i didn't actually, so just simmer that simmer uh down. that, wait, that he, giant magazine they had in there kyle that last picture yeah. zach showed with that huge probably a hundred round like what is it? Thing. What is it like shooting a handgun with like that much weight of bullets under it? Is it even like it's obviously not practical, right? Yeah, I mean it's practical for what you use something like that for, and that that's like assaulting the car next to you, right? Like it's super practical for that. Uh, the how, one how I much, shot, it's like it's like holding like four handguns of weight, probably, right? I I couldn't say, but the one that I had was before they were made before anyone made any but mine mine was custom made and it was a hundred rounds it's the video where i'm by a lake yeah. spraying a piece of metal and they're diverting everywhere um i found it to be like a laser beam that you could put wherever you want 
and it felt like a Star Wars blaster that was accurate. It felt super practical with the drum mag. If you oh. had them hanging off of you, like it's a it's art. It's not light. It's not like you can be that John Wick sort of like moving around clearing a building with this. But my God, that was so much firepower that you could just like yeah. Here it is. It's these two little pieces right here. Clunk. Now I have a hundred round machine gun that if it jams, you just super you clean it, clear it real fast with a Glock. Like I've seen those used in shootouts in South America, uh, like gangs killing each other. They they don't get away because they're just keep shooting. They're, you can't miss because you're just shitting yeah, fifty bullets, bullets in the direction. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 pretty nasty. Okay. But we I, I feel I like we glossed over harder. the Trump thing. It's illegal to hold it, right? Uh, that's, that's awfully debatable to hold I mean, a I mean, gun in a gun store. I mean, when he, you're you know, have the, 91 in felony indictments against you. Yeah. It's well, oh, um, Jesus Christ, who cares? So, so I, I, it's probably worded that he can't possess one. And so yeah. it would, so you would have to decide whether that is possession of a firearm. I don't think it is. If you're at the gun store on camera on CNN, like, like if they try to do anything about that, that would, that would go nowhere. That would be awfully silly huh. yeah. it is in the spirit of the ridiculous. law it so, has nothing to do with the spirit of the law I don't want to take reddit comments too seriously i don't want to be some boomer they might know like, something I, I don't know i get my news from facebook but one guy wrote in said that he was a parole officer truth who knows it's a reddit comment and he's like for a normal person this would absolutely have you in violation of your parole and back in jail and uh they brought up some other like lesser celebrities like Sam Bankman Freed, the guy who like stole all that money. Got um, off. Yeah. He didn't get off. He hasn't had trial yet and he's in jail right now waiting trial. I, I okay, think you're full of shit. Did you already put it past tense? <laughs> so don't act like you know what you're talking about. <laughs> so, um, uh, but he's in jail right now for like vaguely threatening a potential witness. Uh, the shit that Trump gets away with almost daily. And then another parole officer wrote, and he was like, this stuff has a lot of leeway, and where I'm from, just touching a gun like that would get you in no trouble at all. So that was the spectrum of answers I saw. Yeah, well, I mean, it, well, it, it we'll runs see. up a chain of bureaucrats is what it is. You, it, this isn't a sort of thing where a law enforcement officer starts, so you would have, you would have like a, I would imagine that he has some sort of case officer that he, he talked to from the marshal service or something about his indictments and what they meant. Like, it's not, it wouldn't just be his lawyers informing him, it would be, all right, Mr. Trump, here are the rules. That that would have happened at some point. He wasn't supposed to touch that gun. But the nature of how he touched it, why he touched it, where he touched it, it's just not in the he what this isn't someone who's a who's a who who might be a felon who's trying to get a weapon and do anything with it. This is yeah. the president of the United States on a campaign uh stop. <laughs> he is a showing team of everyone with that he weapons. supports the Second Amendment. Yeah. yeah. That's that's all it is. He's he's doing a photo op, being like, I understand yeah. guns. I like guns. Trust me. It's like when's the last time you <laughs> shot a gun? Fucking. You see never, how he held the gun? Never it ever. Was ridiculous. Uh, he, I, although he was pre he's presenting it, which is fair though, I guess, because it is that gaudy ass Donald Trump gun. I wanted him to hold it though. I wanted him to hold it. Kind of. Dude, he's a way. New Yorker. There's no way that he has any gun experience, like at his all. Kit his kids actually hunt because I've seen them holding like zebra tails and stuff. Mm -hmm. <laughs> His kids do, but I don't think I've ever seen Trump holding a gun even for a photo op. Other I, than yeah. like, look at my face on this gun. And like I don't think one. you mean it this way. I agree with what you're saying, but it's not a dig. Like you're, yeah. you're allowed to not be into guns. Oh, you yeah. could even be pro second amendment. And I think he is. 
even sure. though guns aren't his personal yeah thing. yeah he's on i remember he was like uh i like to take the guns first and ask questions second like that was it when he was president he said that um he's not a gun guy he's not yeah. steeped in like second amendment don't tread on me culture but no he's pro second amendment Definitely pro Second Amendment, but he's better than the alternatives on the Second Amendment. He looks awkward holding a gun, like he's holding it too far out in front of his body. Like, uh, (laughs) take the the picture. Like, (laughs) I agree. I mentioned something about this briefly. Like when I I see people hold surfboards, like there's a you can tell if someone's comfortable with it or not. He doesn't look comfortable holding a gun. Fair. What is it that you guys have realized that you look awkward doing? Kind of like that when you've tried. Could be a sport. Running, jumping. <laughs> I was going to say jumping. Throwing. Like, throwing. <laughs> You're not a good thrower? I'm not. I, I have double vision, so I always struggled to like throw and catch, and therefore I'm just not as practiced as other people. I went to like, I won't call it a wedding. Uh, friends I know got eloped, and then afterwards they did kind of a celebration. They're like, man, we got eloped and had kids, and we did all this stuff in such fast forward. I want to get both families together and do kind of reception, and I was invited. Anyway, people were out there throwing the football around, and I embarrassed myself. So there's an answer to your question. <laughs> oh, I, I football is that special. We've talked about it a bunch of times, but football is just so weird to throw. It's it's not a ball. It's not a fucking ball. Okay, I don't know what that is, but it ain't a ball. It's two cones stuck together. That ain't yeah. a ball. And Kyle can throw. I'll speak on Kyle's behalf. I played dodgeball with him. He can throw, throw. They were beanbags. They're not footballs. But uh, you know, like Kyle and Joe Lozon in particular stood out as people who were throwers. And I, I, I did like baseball style throwing. Like, yeah, I, I used to never. I'm very comfortable throwing a baseball shit like that. But a football, I feel like I'm gonna throw a duck. I'm not gonna do it well. It didn't help that my bro, my younger brother, just a couple years younger, was the varsity high school quarterback. So he was nice. very good at throwing the football. But I always, I always locked in. I'm like, okay, but I'm the one who's significantly better at hockey. What do their Letterman jackets <laughs> look like? Does it is it a cool jacket? I, I felt like ours were lame. They were green. I I know he got one. But I don't think outside they don't wear of like, them anymore. Outside right, so of like when, even after the games, mm-hmm. they'd wear like they might wear it back. But like I never saw him wear it mm-hmm. ever. Even like when, in high school. When you were in I high school, was that it. a thing? Like the guys who had, especially lettering football or baseball, like a, a major sport, like they'd wear the jackets. A couple guys did, and I think they got bullied out of it. Wow! wow. Like in my school, lame. let me. I I want the floor, dude. Letterman jackets were the bomb. Boy, girl, if you were in a varsity letter, you wore that shit. I didn't swim until my senior year in high school. So rather than buy the one with like the leather sleeves and everything, I got like a varsity windbreaker with the letter on it. Mm-hmm. It's an alternative. But it was like, dude, I'm getting this fucking... There's like three months of school left. I wore that shit until it was too hot to wear anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm not, I've only Everyone been a did. Letterman. Hey, everybody Everyone did. Everybody did. Everyone did. <laughs> everyone did everyone like, yeah, you wore stink. them like stop it <laughs> um and some people would wear it every single day they absolutely would it's like look this is my fucking cape it it goes with everything it lets you know who i am and what i'm about and why i'm here and and like it was a whole thing but they were ugly they were green and black or what, what, what were your colors i think the jackets were blue and white okay that's there might have been like another a, like color Kentucky. in there. I'm trying to picture it. Yeah, kind of like Kentucky. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, Ours are blue and white. I'm sorry. They're clean. red and white or red and black. You could choose. And uh, Red and black is always a good look. 
Yeah, yeah. Depends how it's split up. Red and white could look nice and clean. I saw an Alabama mm. fan. I guess it was his birthday. And you could tell he was an Alabama fan because everyone in his family was wearing an Alabama shirt. And he cut the cake and removed the slice. And it had purple and gold colors on the inside, which is LSU. And he, like a child, oh. smashed the cake in front of everyone and walked away. <laughs> it was great. So no I, one got cake? Because he, he's like... no. He looked at his first slice, saw the purple and gold, dropped it, and mushed the whole cake, like oh. smashed it like a gorilla. Like, ah! What a, like, what a like piece that. of shit that guy is. Uh, I actually, I, I liked it. I liked that <laughs> move, because they were all laughing at him. They all thought it was real funny that we've made... Not the people who wanted cake. Uh, it's my fucking birthday party. You you fucking roll up with a, with, I don't know, a, oh, if you show up with a Dodgers cake at my birthday, I'm not even that big of a fan, but I'm gonna tell you, I might make a scene about a Dodgers cake at my birthday party. And I don't even <laughs> want a birthday party. I won't but do don't that. fucking do that. I don't like, I, I think it's you made your the wrong intent move. more than anything. You know what I mean? It's it, it's that you intend disrespect. <laughs> I'm gonna send you a Dodgers Socially, cake. Socially, he could have giggled, <laughs> said you got me, and it would have been a much better play. I, on a related note, you've probably seen this because you're on Reddit near maybe as much as me. It's hard to be on as much Love as it. me. <laughs> and uh anyway, couple getting married like ushers or something walk in with a tall wedding cake i'll call it four stories or something and it tips over and slams to the ground mm. and the bride is like upset by this not like a dick but like 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 something horrible had just happened to her and the groom grabs a fork takes a scoop out and has like the first bite while it's still on the floor but it's not dirty or anything well of there's so much cake it can't all get dirty exactly and like all of reddit praised this guy and i felt the same way it was like this guy told her everything's gonna be okay yeah that's like it's like honey there's not enough for everybody there's plenty for us (laughs) (laughs) what are you sad about this whole thing's about us fuck them hey best part tell them how delicious delicious it was and no one will ever even know that's (laughs) the best cake i've ever had the best floor cake Oh. <laughs> it maybe is the best floor cake. Yeah, I, I've had. seen that. I was thought a good that memory. was a, a smooth move that my, that guy made, uh, and it was clear that like it was so much cake. It reminded me. You ever watched the cartoon Ducktales growing up? It's basically Scrooge sure, yes. Duck's nephews. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there was a scene. You know, he's extravagantly rich, and they mm-hmm. had like a chocolate Sunday room or something. Like I just remember the three nephews eating a chocolate Sunday, and each scoop of ice cream was like the size of a dog, like enormous. Just, 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 just. Man. And I always thought yeah, it's kind of dirty. It's it like all over. It. It's a yeah, dog size. <laughs> you know, yeah. like lemur, sixty maybe. pounds. <laughs> That's where that that show, the intro to that show, gave me just a confusing Ooh. lesson in physics, where he would dive into <laughs> that solid gold pit yes. of coins, and he would. Have you swim seen the Family Guy? It. Like I have seen the Family Guy where <laughs> Peter jumps and breaks his neck. Oh, <laughs> it's just it's, it's not a liquid. It's just many, many pieces of a solid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, every once in a while, I'll see at every limb. <laughs> I'll like every every so often I'll see memes on Twitter of like Zoomers posting shit of like South Park or Family Guy, just like a little short, and then like people in the comments who clearly like are you know twenty years old are like actually. Did you know that Family Guy has a lot of problematic moments or, or mm. South Park has a lot of problem? And so like then the person who posted it will be like, what are you talking about? And then they'll like link something like one of the million funny bits Family Guy had. And they'll be like, oh, my God, I didn't know. And it's like 
So you guys get all of your Family Guy knowledge from Twitter three-second videos? Like, yeah. it's shocking to these people that South Park and Family Guy used to be wild, and not in a bad way, in a hilarious way. Like, that, shocking to me that you would I mean, post a bunch of clips of a show you've never seen and then this is how away. we feel when you've never seen terminator rocky or jaws really or whatever is, mother be i've seen jaws i genuinely feel like some movies are are just part of americana part of pop culture mm. part of human culture i would argue that some of these things that you haven't yet experienced are part of human culture i don't like apple pie i don't think it's worth eating hmm. like like I would rather eat maybe a peach cobbler. I think that's a better dessert and same amount of calories. You've yeah, never been but high I'm, on pie. But if you'd never had an apple pie, I would be like, what dessert. the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I've had apple pie. I've tried all the pies. I've just been like, you know, oh, I, I believe that. I believe you, you guys might pie. be able to out drink me, but you can't handle your sugar. You weak ass no. fucks. No, we, <laughs> you, you would dominate us in a sugar off. <laughs> We'd be like, our fingers are I'm getting sorry, numb, God. and Woody would be like, I'm pushing through. Like, <laughs> <laughs> put me in, coach. I'll get his pie. <laughs> Dude, speaking uh... of, of videos I've seen online, mm. I have come around, and I think it was a very bad idea to give Britney Spears full control of her money. <laughs> because, have you seen the clip of her dancing around swinging knives? I yeah, I, I didn't send that one to you today. That's a, That's a fresh one. I bet you got recommended that because I sent you the one of her in like the pinkish red bikini. Did you notice there's dog shit in the floor, but in the background? Oh, yeah. Apparently, she not. just lets her dog poop inside. Uh, yeah, but she's she, having... there are like two adorable dogs that get real close to her, and the dogs are concerned. Yeah, I mean, look, it's... like look at those dogs. They're not like even a big deal. Brittany, please. Where's I don't the know dog? what you work. So, so what do you not like about this? The knives. Yeah, look at them. You don't like that she has knives? No, I don't like that she's clearly like not she doesn't seem well. How so? She's dancing around with knives how many and 40 year old, erratic things. I, I mean, look, how many 40-year-old house moms do you know with that sort of balance and pizzazz? Yeah, I think the key takeaway, Taylor, is that she still has a pretty flat tummy. She's fucking hot. Okay. Yeah. I, smoky, that look smoky at this, eye thing works for <laughs> Just worried. <laughs> They're so scared. <laughs> like, uh, Mom, like, like please. camera and the tripod. There's a dead man. <laughs> she could have aged a lot worse. She's. That's true. She's probably yeah. she looks quite good. She's about forty or so. Um, probably forty. Yeah, she's got to be. Yeah. But the fact that be. her dad and like the people around her before this were like, "We get it. Bad look." But she's kind of a lunatic. She she's she's a, a kind of a crazy person. And then now she's dancing around with knives and posting insane things on all her social media. It doesn't seem I, I, I don't. It doesn't bother me. It, I don't think it's all that crazy. I think she's just having a good time. Uh, she's enjoying the attention, which is, you know, I'm sure she always has. And she looks healthy and she looks happy. I can't I, tell. I, I think that crazy. there's a lot of people that have always wanted to tear Britney down and tell her <laughs> what tell to, like rewrite her history, but. Uh, she's re her she's writing her own history. I've seen a bunch those. of people play follow this path before. Miley Cyrus had a I'm a wild sex craze, whatever. Really, she's crazy like a fox. She, she made a lot of money in that period of time, and now she's spending the rest of her life only doing things she likes. Um, Kesha, I can't tell it. Everyone's like, dude, she's such a crazy druggy slut. 
Yeah, that or she plays one on TV. I can't tell, and neither can you. Um, there's a I had a third example before I started I like my Iggy rant. Azalea. Oh, Drew Barrymore. Big white ass. Drew Barrymore got up there, showed her tits to David Letterman and had this really slutty state. You were probably seven, but I swear it happened. And I uh, I have no memory of this. (laughs) You might not have been born. (laughs) 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 And uh, uh, anyway, but yeah, she had a similar sort of like, look, I'm a fucking Hollywood slut. I get around and and look, give me this attention. Aren't I beautiful? Mm And she did get attention, and I presume attention is money in Hollywood. And now she's a more settled down adult person. So Brittany dancing around with knives. I only know what she shows me. For all I know, like she's like fucking Fido press record. I'm about to do something funny, and then afterwards she's normal again. Looks like a good Could time be. to me. Could be. I mean, maybe she's the most sane person out there. Oh, this is. You can show that, Zach. It's uh, Drew Barrymore showing her boobs to David Letterman, but there's so much cropped you miss the context. That just seems like such a little thing. I watched Miley Cyrus piss in a parking lot. Like I, I, I can't see it's anything a, here. Well, <laughs> you have to understand this was um, what the fuck is the show? What was this late night with David Letterman? Like yeah. this was yeah. a really big. This is probably the second most popular nighttime show. In, whatever it was a big deal at the time yeah back at the time there were only three tv channels and this was you know (laughs) half of the audience or something no one's online there's no internet yeah i get it um i mean i don't know i don't think anything really shocks me anymore i have seen Mm. i see artists pissing on their crap on the crowd and like showing them their their pussies and you know doing all sorts of crazy stuff vomiting on people you know do you remember that clip of ozzy ate a bat's head 50 years ago i mean like like, is that not gonna shock me i mean i definitely heard it I just yeah, it flew don't know. down and he fucking he bit its head off. Front Wasn't of the there like a, a fact check on that where they're like he didn't bite a bat's head off? Absolutely. And swallowed. I don't know. He bit it off and spit it out. <laughs> or like something like there's like a like a Snopes style fact check. Where it's like you know the spirit off. of what you did. You I have, have two. One you guys will have heard of, and one you you haven't. All right. Wow. That was a good move for him. <laughs> the like, goddamn video. Of of, don't you love that? <laughs> the whole world thought Marilyn Manson removed his bottom two ribs so he could suck his own dick. That was that. like a, a viral fucking misinformation. Ba- and you guys probably don't know who Jerry Panicoli is. The no. Richard Gere had the same rumor about him, but they said that there was a kink where people put ger- gerbils up their hamsters up their ass. Yeah. yeah and uh, right. then the hamster died in there and they got sick or something like that. Jerry Panicoli, when I was a kid, was like a local guy on the news. And just everyone in my school, all the parents, everybody just knew this guy did gerbil play. That's hilarious and, because uh, that is the only thing I've ever known about Richard Gere. That was like a middle school rumor of ours that like, you know, Richard Gere. And it's like, who's that? It's like some old actor guy, but he puts gerbils in his ass. It's like, wow, that's that's crazy. I'm going to go forward in my life knowing this is true. (laughs) (laughs) Those stupid like middle school (laughs) rumors. (laughs) Richard Gere put something in his ass. What were the other ones? I mean, oh, fuck. About the celebrities. Yeah, I yeah. There was Marilyn Manson. I remember that being a middle school thing where it's like he had his ribs removed so he could suck his own dick. I do mm-hmm. remember to this day. It's one of the only things I know about him. Other than the first <laughs> time I saw him on like an album cover, I was like, that is the ugliest woman I've ever <laughs> seen. <laughs> oh He's God. pretty yeah, well I've... spoken. I like it when you know he gets interviewed and they try to gotcha him. But he's actually smarter than the average bear. I think not they're gotcha and him and those grand juries these days. Oh, those, I think I'm not up to date. Ladies, he assaulted. 
And yeah, it, it we're not talking out, about Russell Brand. It turns out shocker, Marilyn Manson. Okay, not a good guy to be in a relationship with. I buy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely. Oh, he doesn't need any women. <laughs> not since he had not no. anymore. Not since he had those ribs removed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wonder uh, if that ever like. Like, I'm sure, obviously, stuff like that got back to him. But, like, what's your first response when stuff like that gets back to you? Gerbils or the ribs? The gerbils or the ribs. I would rather have the rumor that I had my ribs removed to suck my own dick than I was committing animal cruelty to get off. Mm Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Mm. I just don't understand that whole process. Like, I guess it gets in there and fights for its life, and that feels good. But I think it's going to be biting and tearing. Yeah, it's, it's going to like Game of Thrones its way out of your rectum and yeah, kill you. It, there's just no, like maybe if, and this is like say Game of Thrones. Yeah, like, remember that, that rat bucket that they put on yeah. the guy yes. in, in Aaron okay. Hall and then they that's hold a, the flame under it and he's like, no, no. And that's like, a real yeah, historical it's the technique. slowest way to torture. I know it is. Yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, they, like they didn't have internet, they didn't have TV movies. You have a lot of time throughout the day to be like, hey, how, how about this for the lark? And you know that when he showed that to the head torturer, he was like, Ooh. I know, I knew I made you my second in command for a reason. Yeah. God damn it, you've done it again, you fist of It's like madman. God damn it, Don. <laughs> you, you, you keep this is up. way better than my idea of setting the canoe on fire. They just kept splashing it out. <laughs> yeah. I'm terrible at this. <laughs> well, see, your approach of beheading them and then screaming at the head for answers isn't helping. Not, <laughs> I know you're convinced. Oh, do you remember that? There was some dude who got uh, beheaded maybe in France. That's usually a good bet. They love beheading people. Mm-hmm. Where before he was beheaded, he was like, I am going to blink as, as long as I can until... Yeah. You know, I, I can no longer blink anymore. And the person like after like was waiting by the bucket to like grab his head immediately. And apparently the guy who looked at it said that he blinked for like multiple seconds until he stopped. And mm-hmm. so I don't know if that's true, but it's horrifying. If it I is. wish I could I need to yes. find the video because I can't. I don't think so. It. That's scary. On Reddit, some guy was doing street interviews. And he found a person that had died. Did I talk about this already? I don't no. think so. Did you see it already, Kyle? No. I don't know what you're talking about now. Okay. No, so this scared. person had been dead for like a minute and a half, I'll call it. And he loved it. He absolutely found peace. He understood the process. He just felt like his job had been done. He had found peace and like satisfaction. And it was good. It was, he had, it was like, I don't want to say joy. I think someone who had a near death experience. Yeah, but it was fairly long and he remembered it well. And he also had the gift of gab so he could articulate himself. Mm -hmm. And he was brought back to life and it took him years to get over the fact that now he has to live. It was like he was done, like he had achieved victory of some sort. Yeah. And now he has responsibilities and just the trials and turmoils of life. And, maybe kind of longed for death was it like a head injury or was it like he died on the table at the hospital and then like 90 seconds later they're like oh we got it i don't remember that well i think it might have been automotive but i'm not sure okay but still like being dead for 90 that's got to fuck with you you know there was a girl who uh who went under the ice in a lake or something like that Mm -hmm. and she was under the water 
for like 30 minutes or something. I, and I, it might be an hour. She was under the water for so long that it's unbelievable. And they mm -hmm. got her out and brought her back. And she didn't have any stories. What I think is that in some, some circumstances, when you go, when you're dying or your brain at least thinks you're dying or feels like it's dying, is it's just flooding with all sorts of chemicals that probably feel great because yes. your body's good at doing things like that. If you've ever been in a fight, you don't feel the little cuts and stuff that happen when you're ripping and tearing and wrestling with somebody on the street. You're like, mm -hmm. oh, look at that, a zipper. Like, like you don't even know yeah. that you're hurt because your body mm -hmm. says, all right, you don't need to feel pain for the next five minutes. Get it done. If you mm -hmm. get cut, like you just don't... And like there's a there's a I, I reason just, your body would would protect you from that during a fight. Like I've always been curious about that like death chemical thing because it's like what would the evolutionary imperative be the biological mm -hmm. imperative of like caring about your transition through death? You know, it's like why would your why would there be a mechanism by which it alleviated that? Because it doesn't. I mean, make, you also like, shit yourself, you already, piss yourself, and it's not because there's a mechanism for it. It's because you're dying, and and you and you release and relax, right? So perhaps the same is true for that for all those stores of chemicals that your brain is holding wherever the fuck. Where does it hold those things? Oh, oh endorphins. <laughs> Where are you keeping them, bitch? Show me. Show me the endorphin tank. That's right. <laughs> and I want a fucking implant. That's I'll what press it like a on. prostate for joy. I want, I want a pump. You know, the, those penile pumps. I want right one right here in my temple. I go Taylor. A little dopamine right there. I didn't put together the point you were making. Were you saying that like mm. death hurts a lot, or there's there's no reason to have a mechanism for releasing? Yeah, that? I was meaning like like most of the time, <clears throat> like the reason that your adrenaline's going and like you're in a fight. And it's not letting you recognize and hone in on a little cut from a zipper is because like it's trying to get you to survival. Like mm -hmm. all of this, all of evolution is trying to push us towards procreation. And like, so survival. I was curious, like, yeah, procreation and survival. And so it's like, what would the evolutionary mechanism be where it suddenly cared about like, oh, the organism is dying. We have to make this a smooth transition to death. Because in my head, it's like, what by that point, like your body's oh. like would just be openly shutting down because it's like, well, we did everything we were supposed to do. Hopefully there's no there's no reason for it to feel nice. Like it it like how I watched a video the other day about all of the I watched a video about all the sort of evolutionary problems our bodies have with them because of the direction that they took. And, and you can't go back and fix that. You've already made the eye. So, you know, there's a mm. blind spot in our vision mm. because there's a hole in the middle of uh, to allow the optic nerves to go through our, our the lens or the iris or whatever the fuck through the, through the eyeball. So there's just a blind spot. And then the Achilles tendon, they went on about how, you know, it's it, this is it. If you lose this, that's it. Now you die. And yeah. like one thing after another, and I found that really interesting. Pinky toes. The um the the um cephalopods. They're apparently like vestigial. Yeah, you don't need those. I cut mine off weeks ago. Yeah. Like you don't like the pinky toes, like one that you really don't need. Oh, okay, that's just the opposite of Kyle's point. Yeah, but but on the on the path of what I found interesting was that cephalopods, octopuses, maybe I see and, and uh, uh, squids, <clears throat> they are completely unrelated to us. They evolved their own eyes from scratch. Mm. And nothing. Like, so like, did we? Yes, and that's what. But theirs are better because they don't. Their their uh, their optic nerve doesn't go through the middle of the eye. It comes around from the back or something. It's huh. just built better. And there's no way there's they said that there's no way ours can ever evolve the other way because there's no path for that evolutionarily. So we're just always going to be cursed with this 
unless we go and tinker with our genes, get some cephalopod eyes, right? Whole that's new kind move. of eye. <clears throat> I think that's that's neat. what I, I want. I want. That's what I think they did. I think they're doing that right now. I think it's crazy to think that they're not making super kids right now. I bet the first, I bet they're on generation five or six or maybe 560 because it's not like you got to wait for your like first super kid to mature to adulthood. And yeah, it worked. No, you like keep making babies. So there's, there are always yeah. new ones coming out. China for I sure. I swear is to God, that. Cuba, that Cuban uh, program that created Yoel Romero has to be a real thing. Like he just doesn't, it, I, I truly believe that. I don't know if China's doing it, but I do think that in general, China has lax like uh, scientific ethics and that's going to allow them. That's going to give them certain advantages like super babies. Yeah, for sure. But, you know, when I was a kid in the 80s, we we were told the Russians were breeding super soldiers. I don't think that's true anymore. I've seen them captured yeah. by the Ukrainians and they don't look yeah. that super. No, yeah. it seems like they were way over their skis predicting any sort of super soldiers in the 80s as we probably are now. Like, I disagree. Maybe the Chinese have like some six foot eight giant massive guy who's t- three times the strength of Brock Lesnar. Oh, that's not what you he, want. But he dies. You know, a little bit smarter, right? Or a guy who's like makes more blood, uh, red blood cells. A guy with a bigger spleen. You can make a human be- being with a bigger spleen and uh, slightly different lungs. Like all of a sudden, you've got this this incredible athlete that can just go and go and go. Your spleen stores red blood cells for your for, oh, okay. oxygen. Before they do that, we should just grow organs. We should get really good at that. That seems like a good are. idea. I mean, I really, we, we should figure out how to increase penis size, right? That's the. <laughs> that's, that's all. That's the. That's, we, we like. Uh, we crack into China's code, and that's all they've been doing. <laughs> they've got. They've got seventy years of data, and it's like, but how do we make penis big? <laughs> we we figure out how to grow perfect liver and heart and kidney right away, but penis is so hard. <laughs> if only if only uh, <laughs> oh and then you know what i saw a uh a pill today the name is unpronounceable it's like pl-233 or something mm-hmm. but it simulates exercise so a lot of the weight loss pills that that exist kind of just ruin your appetite make food repulsive stuff like that all right cool Maybe diarrhea this one builds yeah, lean yeah. muscle mass and increases your metabolism as if you were exercising. Yeah, I got a bottle that uh, right, right there, actually. <laughs> it's, it's called Trenbolone. <laughs> they give it to racehorses. It makes good you want to fuck everyone on the bus, and those are not good people. <laughs> but yeah. still, I got biceps. That's why like people are jumping in on this Ozempic thing. Yeah. Wait for the next level of it. Where it's like, because I was reading, apparently Ozempic is like one of those, like makes you not want to eat, lose, mm-hmm. lose a bunch of weight, like gives you an unbelievably strong appetite suppressant, causes you to shed a bunch of water weight. But don't go in on that if there's something around the corner that's going to be like, oh, you can lose weight and not lose any muscle. Like you just like you didn't buy a plasma screen TV in 2000. Like that's what Ozempic probably is right now. That's there's going to be like five way better things in the next 10 years. The only way to do that is is literally testosterone. That's one of the best parts about it. Um, when you're, it's one of the bigger, it's one of the many advantages that like dirty body or unnatural bodybuilders have over natural ones is during the cut, right? They they all cut all that water and fat off at the end to make what they've built look better. But you, it's way easier to retain uh, muscle during a cut because there's a ratio for how many 
every pound of fat costs you X amount of muscle. Um, and mm -hmm. you're trying to, but it's, it's based on a curve that's based on your diet and activity and, and your metabolism, just how you're built and stuff. So you're trying to keep it as close to the edge as possible. You don't want to lose any muscle. So the, yeah. if you, you can if be you were big do anything, you want more testosterone yeah. during the yeah, cut too. to like, hang on, do not lose that muscle. Yeah. Isn't that what they say? Like big, lean, natural pick two. Sure. Like, sure. You can't be. Like it depends on how big you want to be, I guess. If it, what your version of big is. I saw Burt Kreischer on stage. Everybody, everybody gives him a, get a lot of shit for being you know, alcoholic and really unhealthy. But he looked strong. He looked really strong. He's definitely on the Joe Rogan cocktail, whatever that is, mm -hmm. along, along with his drinking. I don't think he's really curtailed that much. But I don't think he'd want to rumble with Burt Kreischer. He really does like a look like a big, strong guy. But you said he was like really healthy. No, Tom Segura. That's who you said. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, he's, I think he's also on the cocktail. I, I looked, but I heard um, Bert Kreischer talk about it, and he's like, I am really strong. A lot of this is muscles. I am so strong. I benched once 225, and I'm like, I'm not that strong, and I can do that. Like, it, it, it get get off your high horse fuck shit. A lot of people bench 225. Yeah, it's like 225 is like, like that's solid. Like that's that's he a good look. You don't you don't, don't walk do that in if you don't yeah. work out. You never walk into a gym and just throw up two twenty five on your first day. You're gonna hurt yourself. Like that's an impressive. Like you've worked for that. Oh, but you know how long he also was? weighs like way more than two. It seemed like it was twenty three. Like he's not uh, Theo Vaughn or one of those really skinny guys going in and being like, I weigh one sixty and I put up two twenty five, easy peasy. It's like all right, that's that's pretty yeah. impressive. You're 298 or 310 or whatever <laughs> Burt Kreischer is and it's like yeah maybe maybe don't brag on the 225 right right I, it, I used to joke like they say you're strong if you can bench your body weight so I'm trying to get down to 110 all right I found the picture <laughs> that's just like the, the worst way to be healthy <laughs> this is yeah, let's, like let's this see weekend. this oh I saw this same picture because I live on reddit like like me he looks pretty looks good, really, actually. I think he looks really strong. You know what's funny? He looks pretty good. The shirt's not tight, but from the neck down. From the neck up, he's 85% the same. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't care about his head. I'm talking about, I just think his arms look tremendous. I think he looks very strong. Yeah, I does, agree. But a lot of times when someone gets, you know, fit from the neck down, a lot of beautiful things happen to their face. Like they just get a little more glamorous. Their jaw, oh, he hasn't lost you know, very much fat. Yeah, he has just, defined deltoids. So I took that as a body fat loss, but uh, that's a testosterone increase. That's <laughs> all that is. Uh, is he he's, juicing? Is he on tea? Yeah, they all are. Like all of Rogan's okay. buddies have definitely jumped on that train with him because they all don't look like themselves anymore. They're they're turning <laughs> into this like muscle army. It's really funny. <laughs> muscle army. <laughs> <laughs> I Who else? That. Like I don't think Theo. Really, Von that core group sure. is the main thing. Now nah, Theo's like, like like um, but it's really just the core group there. Like Bert and uh, Tom Segura for sure, <laughs> and uh, and and Brendan Schaub has always just been on something. I think. Like, I honestly think. In that last picture, Bert thinks he looks like Israel Asanya. <laughs> like his his self impression is that the, the, like they're two peas in a pod. Now Israel couldn't take him. He's not even in his weight class. No, nope. he'd get yeah. get destroyed by Bert's True. powerful. He's Facts. a he's a, he's got two punches in him probably. In a, I don't in a think fight. I 
told you, Jackie and I watched all three Lord of the Rings movies extended edition. Ooh, nice. You know so much fucking content that is. Yes, I Enormous do. Enormous amount. It's like I watched eleven hours. Well, for Taylor's benefit, he doesn't know. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> dude, the third movie is four hours and forty minutes. How many times <laughs> is it in? I don't even know. Uh, four times it ends. It's it ends so many times. I love Lord of the Rings, and mm. when I get to the end of the Return of the King extended, I'm like, guys, you gotta pace it here. We gotta, we gotta end it. We can't have Frodo waking up in bed again. Like <laughs> in ribbon, there's that one scene where it seems like they're they're like they're like wrapping it up, and then Frodo takes a while to like jot down his memoirs mid ending, and mm-hmm. then there's a scene where him and Bilbo are in the carriage. Bilbo's back. He's like, yeah, and it's it's a pretty good joke or whatever. But he's like, I'd very much like to hold that old ring of mine again, and 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 Frodo's like, oh, I'm sorry, I, I lost it. And I, it's like, all right, if you're in, if you had two endings or three, you had you'd have had time for this, but you don't. You have four or five. So you don't have time for this. This is a this I don't know if it was in the theatrical cut, to be fair. I don't know how many because exactly. I don't watch that. I watch theatrical in the theaters and then I bought the extended and I watch those every two or three years because I'm an asshole. I've I i do not know what the what, what's in and out. I know the Limbus bread scene and the fucking three hairs from her golden ha- head scene. Like that's all extended and it's that's a good great scene. and it's character building. And you need that right before they, you know, sell off and the fellowship splits. Like it's a great moment. I'm glad that that uh that that scene exists you know there's hours of extra of extra, extra footage i've watched every like, minute of no, it. no 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 there's hours of extra extra footage that no one has ever seen that oh, they not shot. the dvd extra they keep talking of, so in the era of like the nolan cut of this and the so-and-so cut of that and then being really popular and the fans being like yeah we'll pay 80 dollars for a blu-ray set make the extra long version we'll do it again they've been talking about getting peter jackson to go back to the many hours of footage that he has over, you know, over the course of those two movies and beef them up even further, like add another 20, 25 minutes to each film. And I've seen stills of like these scenes that you don't, it's not like, Oh, this is a little bit more of the warg scene, or this is a little bit more of um, Sauron's speech. No, it's a whole new scene. There's somewhere else with a whole group of people. And the, and it's like, that's a costume I've never seen before. I've never seen that helmet that person's wearing. Like I, I've I've seen the movies enough to know. Like, sure. What? Oh, I watched all the Weta Workshop extra stuff, of course. Me too. Yeah. All of it. I love it. I like the. I've watched them with the Peter Jackson commentary. I love. Do you all guys that. think Frodo took a little too much credit for being the hero when in reality he tried to keep the ring and rule the world? I think. Well, I, I think that you. I what I don't think it's that Frodo gets too much credit. I think it's that often Sam doesn't get enough. And then yes. some people go too far and are like Sam is yes. the true hero and it's like no. Sam had the ring for minutes and it already started to like pull uh, on him and I stuff like that. And of course just by by vicinity Wait. it starts to pull on you as well. Tell me about had, the symptoms of the pull cuz I don't remember it like that. So basically when uh when Frodo went up and had his encounter with Shelob and the mm-hmm. spider, and Shelob mm-hmm. injected him and killed him, or killed him to what Sam thought, and Sam went up and and took the ring and everything, and then just having the ring for that short time as the ring bearer, as Sam was, he, he already had a hard time like giving it back to Frodo once he pulled Frodo from from the tower out of Grishnak's uh, clutches. 
who was the yeah. orc who dragged him up there, started the riot. Yeah, but, but Sam Elflord. I must not have I read always, the room quite right because it, the way I saw it, he was freely given to giving it to him. But Frodo was freaked the fuck out when he realized he didn't have it. He was, you know, like taking it back, and yeah. and Sam was just a little put off at how desperate Frodo was. Yeah. That's he was he was put off up. by it because of like <clears throat> the mimicry of what Frodo was like there compared to how Gollum had been the whole time. Exactly. That that frantic, mm-hmm. give me this, like just like nothing is was some- alive in his mind but desire. I like the plot holes in the film. And I was like calling him out to Jackie. She was, we were just cracking each other up while watching it. <laughs> like there's a big troll with a giant hammer. And she's like, knock, knock, motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> you know, which is really out of character for her. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Sam carries Frodo and has no effect from the ring, it would seem. Yeah. So why they didn't just Don't put that it. ring necklace on a chicken and carry the chicken all the way to Mordor, I'll never know. But it would have worked fine. So it was pulling on sam as well then like it was it's just like sam should get a lot of credit for that marching him up mount doom in the end and really sam was the one who like was like frodo throw it in the fire as they're doing all that and frodo does his like final heel turn into being Gollum, and it's only an actual fight with Gollum that kind of accidentally gets it or at least in the movies you know yeah Mm -hmm. i i think sam is the hero I think that Frodo he is a hero. I think that he is the main hero because of some of the feats that he did based on his so, so in like like fighting you have pound for pound number 1, all right? So I don't think you can judge the feats of Sam on the same the same way you would judge this, the feats of Aragorn. You, because sure. no Sam would never walk into that cave and take over the army of the dead and show up on a pirate ship. He can't do those things. But he mm-hmm. did face down Shelob, a uh, uh, a, a great ancient terror that like Saruman would not have gone in there. If you told Saruman to go up there and deal with Shelob, you're like, ha, 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 fool. <laughs> like yeah. he wouldn't have gone there. Everyone was afraid of that I think thing they that say worked that in the mountain. In- and he, and he like bullied yeah. it. And like, like I think there might be something in the book about how long Shelob ran off and healed after that. Like, like how traumatic that injury was. Mm-hmm. I, it's either in the, um, what's the Silmarillion. Nerdy, Silmarillion. It's either Silmarillion or it's in the book. <laughs> Um, I read the book when I was in when I was in jail, but I I, I probably like, have. What's that super nerdy? And Taylor's like, <laughs> what's that? What's that thing only gay guys? <laughs> 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 but, but I just think that that like him having him being the one who had extra water, for example, he had done the same thing Frodo had, but with less. He him being the one who who had to go up in there and and frighten all the goblins in a goddamn tower. He and I wish bread. that they beef that scene up because it's not displayed well. They make it seem like he scares them off because they're so stupid that a shadow frightens them. They are terrified because they do not see Samwise. They don't see a shadow either. They see a mighty, monstrous warrior coming at them because he has the ring. And maybe because he believes in himself. Yeah. I'd love for them to beef that up. Like, like I'd love for him to a moment where like whatever he believes himself to be, like whatever's inside of him that he's exuding that visually, and they see like a paladin walking up the stairs, covered in armor, eight feet tall, glowing yeah. with a golden shining hammer. It, it might and just, just be in I the love books that. that that they say like, or when Sam tells Frodo like he like, oh, I wish I was a great elf warrior to help you out here, Frodo, and then like after he rescues. Frodo from that Frodo refer, refers yeah, to him he as references a great elf those warrior. storybooks, the heroes in those old storybooks. I'd yeah. love it if imagine this earlier. at the beginning, imagine like at the very beginning, fellowship. 
he's flipping through one of them storybooks and you mm. see the big elf character and then you get that call back when he's going up the tower it's him yeah. he is the giant elf that you get that'd be your captain america hammer moment you'd be like yeah yeah and, but well, they, well, i won't compare it back. to that it had oh, been so on. long <laughs> since i'd seen Cinema. lord of the rings in my memory, it was the story of eight people escorting Frodo to Ma to Mordor. Boom. Mm -hmm. It turns out about halfway through the first movie, they split up. So through five sixths of the movie, probably more running time because they mm -hmm. get longer. Um, it's really Frodo and Sam going solo. And I had mm -hmm. forgotten how essential the role of the other six seven people, whatever, former is dead. The other six mm. um, played like they had to defeat, defeat Sauron and they had to defeat Sauron. Oh, which brings me to a pet peeve that Jackie and I share. <sighs> there are only like 13 significant characters in this film. Sauron and Sauron are named way too close to each other. That's fair. Way too close. I, I, do you, I'm not you saying know what I everyone do? has to have a unique Remember first letter, but go on. The one that's a man, a wizard, is Saruman. And I mm. have to think like that every single time. Because I'm like, Saruman. Okay. That's, that's, okay. that's, the <laughs> so that's a good man. Yeah, that's, the that's man. right there with Supinate. Because they're I'll, so I'll close. It's terrible. That's yes. true. Yeah, yeah. He should have made those names a little like, more fair. Um, I found Game of Thrones names to be difficult. But in fairness, what are there? Like 57 main characters in that show? It's All white guys with beards? Yeah, and they're all white guys with beards, and you're gonna have some names that are similar when you have that many names. Yeah, but there's they only had like one team. Yeah, it can't keep up. I'm watching uh, HBO's Rome. There's only two seasons oh, of it. Oh, that's such man, a great show. I really mm. like it. So they mm. it got canceled, and you can tell they had to rush from one plot point to the next without like doing what was supposed to be between occasionally. And you're like, well, what happened there? What happened is they got canceled. They had to hurry up and finish the mm. story, but and they it, didn't. I, I've read about it, and apparently it is so. You fa you focus on two Roman soldiers a lot of the time, um, uh, Pullo and um, Gaius or something like that. But they're fictional. There were people with those names who did things, but not the things that these characters do. Mm -hmm. And they sort of uh, like Julius Caesar even says he's like those men found my gold. They did. They 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 survived when ten thousand men died. They washed ashore in the storm, and they found my greatest enemy. They've got powerful gods on their side. I, I'm not messing with them because they keep like doing these ridiculous things. Mm -hmm. But I really do like it. And I, I read a, I read that it's a really accurate portrayal of not only the historical events, mostly like like when Caesar did this and when Pompey did that and how the uh, battle went. They, they Pompey at one point draws in the sand how he lost being outnumbered tremendously. Um, and uh the, and I guess Roman life and the decor of the houses. It's interesting to see them eat to me because they basically just eat bread and olive oil all the fucking time. <laughs> like, Mediterranean every scene, diet. Like, good bread this. And they're sopping it down with olive oil and everybody's eating that shit. Um, it's a rough. There's a lot of titties and then there's a lot of mm. gore. There's too much torture. There's These just are too like much my torture. favorite things. I wrote it down. There's a, there's a lot oh. of torture. Yeah, it's it's. Like I haven't rewatched it again because it bummed me out so much that they couldn't finish it and do justice to it. Because that's if that would have finished, it may have been the best HBO show ever. It was incredible. It was so it, good. I don't know had, what that main actor's name is who plays uh, Caesar, Quintus. but he's oh uh, Caesar, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen him elsewhere, but he's great. He's he's, he's tremendous. excellent. 
and and like so there's really multiple stories going on because there's a lot of characters but for me there's an a plot and a b plot the a plot is the roman republic and caesar and brutus and cassius and all these senators vying for power and scheming and uh there's a couple of women the women are more devious than any of the men they're so just putrid and poisonous but then there's the story of like i said these two little roman soldiers who are just it's mixed up in it all, these, these these big global uh politics. And you get to meet uh Cleopatra at one point, she's just a dirty little whore, which is hot, which is just great. Just lots of fun. <laughs> dirty she's, little whore. she's like she uh she wants to fuck one of them, and uh they got our, our main Ooh. guy is like our guy our main guy is married though, and he's just like he has to walk out of the room and he's so upset. He's like, Hello, go do what the Go do what your queen asks of you and say nothing more. And he has to like storm off. He's like so mad at himself that he doesn't get to fuck Cleopatra because she's so smoking hot in the tent. Like she's got her pussy out. She's like, you are, you're not going to fuck me. Are you, and her, her slave is like, are you not going to fuck her? Are you serious? Like they yeah. almost, they're somewhere between calling him season gay? one or two. You're just going to go straight early. to that. It's, yeah. yeah, it's like, called It's good. And the other dude goes in there and he just really goes to goes to town. It's it's a good time. It's it's a fun show. Yeah, there's Cleopatra. Yeah. It's yeah. uh it, it's a fun show. That's not her best look. Yeah, a bit not of a butterface, but from the neck down is perfect, really. Yeah, she's but. got like some uh, really short boyish hair in the in the in the uh, first time you see her that's a lot more fun. Uh, uh that, I wanted to to ask Woody cuz you brought up the Lord of the Rings thing. Hmm. Yeah. What what was your, or you probably don't know what scenes were extended or which I, ones weren't. I, I you, might. Do you, I kinda, my favorite like addition isn't like in the books at all, but I remember like when they kill Saruman yep. at the top of the Tower of Orthanc and mm -hmm. Grima stabs him in the back and then he falls down and lands on that, that spike and then spins down into the, into the muck kind of symbolizing that like, which ones did you like the most? And were there any that you were like, oh, I remembered this being better. I, I remembered, I, I wish I could recall like you do, but I remembered sometimes watching extended scenes being like, I can see why they left this out of the theatrical cut. You know, mm -hmm. the, the, it's dragging a bit here when they go on and on. Can I tell you which one in particular? I bet you noticed it's when mm. Eowyn, I believe her name is Amers, like, like cousin yeah. or whatever the blonde, sexy chick is recuperating from her battle with the witch king and so is is it faramir it, faramir and they're like meeting each other in like mm -hmm. the hospital recovery room it's a useless scene mm -hmm. that does not need to be in there they're both like wounded from their just you know they were like thing. walking to the ship to go to the immortal place and they the extended scenes really spent like extra time showing elves walking through the woods and and i was a little baffled by the hierarchy of races in the book, they do a pretty nice job of making all the races better phrasing. Pretend I said something better than separate, but equal, right? <laughs> so, so like the, the hobbits, for example, it's an exaggeration to say they're all major lead pitchers, but they're not far off. If you watch the entire movie, not a single rock they throw misses its mark. And yeah, most mm -hmm. of them are knockout shots. Right. Yep. They're just one step below Legolas's arrow and they do the show don't tell thing, but it's easy to look at them as silly little characters throwing pebbles ineffectively when mm. in reality they're amazing. They're often hiding and they do the show don't tell, but 
hobbits in the hobbit there he's the burglar he's not really a thief but he has the talents of a burglar because he's so mm. sneaky he's light on his feet and it's hard to find them while they're hiding there's almost a so, bit of enchantment to their race that makes them that yeah. makes you more difficult to perceive them there's mm. a scene where they're by the side of the road and they kind of go off the road and hide under a tree root and they look stupid as fuck because the camera's pointed right at them. You, you realize they can't see him from the road very well, but it looks like a shit job of hiding that any mm. two and a half year old human toddler would pull off. But mm. the hobbits have a super, supernatural ability to hide. And I wish they did a camera trick to make them just a little more camouflaged. You know, it's like, well, they do in that one scene. Remember mm, the scene where they is this with I, the cloak? It's more about the cloak, though. And, yeah, yeah. The scene you're talking about is about the cloak, the cloak. But yeah, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, it, they're closer to Mordor in that scene. Yeah. But in any case, the hobbits, they throw things. They're very sneaky. And they're kind of pure of heart. And they never lack bravery. Incorruptible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. Or at least uh, corruption And resistant. brave. Yes. And, and mm -hmm. that's a talent. Um, the elf... Uh, special abilities are wildly obvious, right? Like when he kills the Oliphant, when they're uh, walking through the snow in the high oh, I'm mountains. glad you saw that. And Legolas is just like light footed on top of the snow and everyone He's else is plodding through. Um, so cool. it, he, he, the only shot he misses in the entire trilogy is when Gimli bumps the bottom of his arrow so he kills a pirate. That doesn't count. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, the bottom of his bow. Yeah. Um, but the the elves are almost like super warriors, but Aragon's not far off the elf. He's basically doing the same shit all movie long. The dwarf, they insult for comic relief, and I hate that because in the books, they do a really nice job of making the dwarf and the elf separate but equal, right? The dwarf is a sort of endurance, plotting, strong, also effective, wonderful warrior. Yeah. But I, uh, and they do show not tell. But it gets a little lost because mm -hmm. you see Legolas doing these great kills, and then you just maybe hear Gimli be like 112. And it's like, well, yeah. shit, he must have been doing work down there. You're right. They don't do enough to like really in the movies to like hammer in like how much stronger a dwarf is than the rest of the races, where like the strongest man would get absolutely handled by by Gimli. Like it would Here's be no contest, he could break their wrist, he could rip their hand off. Like he the dwarves are unbelievably powerful and durable. And not just right. and you just see him winded, unable to keep up. But I think dwarves mm -hmm. also have like incredible endurance. They do, yeah. And, but they tell it the opposite. They're like, we're very dangerous over short distances. No, you are. Well, I mean, he did keep this. up. Yeah, he did keep up. But it's like his his endurance. <laughs> the dwarf endurance is only shitty compared to the best enduring race, which is the elves. Like, and mm. even in the books, like Tolkien makes it clear, well, like, yeah, no one is on no one is on elf level with all of it because they're immortal. They are not as corruption resistant as the Here's hobbits, the not as add. brute strong as the if dwarves, wanted... not as intuitive. Like, and that's like, I liked about how he did with men is like, mm -hmm. you'd think like this world with these powerful dwarves, with these genius, like immortal elves with these like clever hobbits, like where on earth do regular men with their short lives fit into this. And where it is, is with teamwork and cooperation and ingenuity and inventing things, Numbers building things. You can you can look at, uh, you know, Asgiliath or uh, Minas Tirith or Gondor, all those places, and be like, my God, how are the man-made cities so much better and like more advanced in some ways even than like Rivendell? 
mm-hmm. it's like, well, they're the elves are immortal and they like don't see the need to ne- ceaselessly improve and ceaselessly make new things. And, you know, the fact that man is on a limited time limit, like puts them in the competition there and and they're always promulgating faster than the elves and the dwarves and the hobbits and there's a there's a goal to achieve with the men and so it's like oh that's how they compete they have in this world they're all the races were kind of equally good but the movie makes it seem i mean everyone who watches the movie wants to be legless when they grow up it's the only cool one uh, yeah, definitely I, I, Legolas and Gimli fan. were the coolest. Aragorn's like the coolest mm-hmm. kind of man because hey, he's a Dunedain, would... so he gets to live to be like 130 anyway. Do you know so how I old Gandalf longer. is? Thousands. Yeah, it's like four, five, four to six thousand or something. He's like, like fifty-two thousand years old, no, something like that. Time. Yeah, the 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 wizards have just kind of always been, and whether they're, they're not like immortal, but he's not. he's either fifty-two or fifty-seven thousand years old. Like, well, that's yeah. effectively immortal. And it seems yeah. like if you've got like <laughs> a creator in your corner, he just gets to come back. He gets he, he's got one ups in his in his corner. Here's what you do, though. If you want if you want to get your laughs out of Gimli, but at the same time show how strong he is. What if they had like a cave collapse and everybody thinks they're going to die? But he stands there and like overhead presses like the whole cave above his head and the music's rising. And then you're like, he did it. He did it. But then you zoom out and everybody's just like barely not crushed. They're all on their hands and knees because he's so short. That'd be great. The the way they kind of showed it in like uh, Helm's Deep was like all the men and elves, like when the Urukai came in and like got their hands on an elf, they fucked that elf up. Elves aren't physically super strong. Like they'd head bash him and kill him. Whereas Gimli, like when the big giant scary Urukai is running towards him, Gimli with one swing of his axe can like hit him like a civic and like stop him and like flip him upside down like break his sternum and his armor and his his plate and just with one hit and that's how Gimli was able to get those those heavy totals it's just another fun thing imagine there's some feat of strength where a cave troll is i don't know pulling on a rope or pushing on a thing Mm -hmm. and the team can't manage it and Gimli's like get out of my way and he shows that he has the strength of a cave troll or better like yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Def- definitely not cave troll level, but it, I see what you mean. Something like that, because he would get. Yeah. I like, like feats of strength in movies. Smoked by a cave troll. Right, right, give me, no. give me something cool. It's a great movie. It's kind of hard to improve on. Kind of perfection. How many? I, one I love it. I'm gonna watch it again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna watch it again. Uh, I'm gonna start the first one tonight. Fewer Oscars out. than Endgame. I bet. I would doubt that. I would doubt that. Um, I think but, it kind of yeah. ran the gamut with all the Oscars in 2000, 2001, I'm going off my memory. And that Great. doesn't usually well. Go I've wrong. never watched an award show ever or looked it up, <laughs> and so I'm gonna have to lean on your knowledge here. <laughs> <laughs> That's smart. <laughs> we should wrap. We have a yeah, hangout, hangout tonight. I'm looking forward to it. Do you know if um Wendigoon is coming? Have we heard back from him? Oh, we gotta message him, him see if he wants to yeah. play uh code names with us in the hangout. Check out the hangout, cool. folks. All right, PKN 475.